ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live, action, style, the 44th episode of The Mason and Friends Show, featuring the Jew unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's good, motherfucker? What's cracking in the house, ladies and gentlemen? How's everybody doing out there in the world? We ought to be tweeting out our phone number, but we don't have a Twitter account set up yet for the Mason and Friends show. Perhaps this week we can step into the next realm of our social media dominance, which is soon to happen. Yeah, I had to uh, sink Sweet Ju Jane in on that when, uh, when that happens, you know. Check, sweet, check, check. Sweet what? Sweet Ju Jane. Sweet Ju Jane. Yeah, that's my old tweet. Oh, you're going to fire a Sweet Ju Jane? Twitter still, account. I ain't twit. I ain't tweeted in a minute, but I got some good only, tweets on there. I got some good tweets on there. I've only twittered once or twice. Are you only twittered once or twice? I had you know one set up for the movie review show. I'll probably convert it over to the uh, Mason and Friends show and start firing off shots from that account. <laughs> firing off rounds. Firing off shots. You know, broadcasting live. Here's the phone number. We're hoping to invest in a microphone this week. If we can get that together, then you might actually be able to hear the Jew unit on a regular basis. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. I'm talking to my mic. Very well. You get a stand and <clears throat> a pop screen, hopefully. Get the whole DLC. Pop screen's very nice because you can say your peas and they don't get all poppy. <laughs> See, I can say peas because I have a pop screen. Matt's I can say pea too. Yeah, but it, it hear that, 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 that P, distortion. P, P. P P P P P P. See how yours crumbles a little? It's because you don't have a pop screen. I can't barely hear that. P P P. Well, damn. P Well, I'll tell you what. I got me my green screen out there in the in the in the kitchen. If I put that up in here, would that work same way? What a, a what screen? I got my little grease catcher screen that you put over the frying pan. You know what I mean? You know it might splatter, work. You know what I mean? If you, but if you, were to, you know the the issue with that is that you would have to hold everything. Yeah, they gotta hold it to make it work. See, that's I the whole. Try to make a stand. That's that. the whole thing with the stand. That's why the stand's a good investment in the whole thing. Like if we can get that whole package, old homeboys got up on Craigslist right now. Uh, sometime in the next few days, that would be a real snag, ladies and gentlemen. That would really be a boost in the direction that the Mason and French show needs to go as far as microphone check quality and such is microphone concerned. Microphone check. Microphone checker. One, two, one, two. Wouldn't you just love to have the Jews' sound quality be just as highfalutin as mine? So I, I hit up Jalop, see what he was doing. He he said, depending on if we get off work. Who that? Big Mike. Big Mike? Yeah. So I Big Mike, a.k.a. Chokabitch. Yeah. A.k.a. Choke... Choke it till the uh, choke a bitch a little bit. Choke a bitch till the damn, till things start blackening around the edges of her field of vision. Can't do that. Yeah, I know it's really kind of wild. <laughs> you, can't, you really can't do that. Yeah. And I guess if you're some big King Kong looking like motherfucker, you can do that. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know, man. My little bony ass can't go around choking bitches. You know what I mean? I'll get locked fuck up. I, I ain't even shit. about getting locked up or not. I just don't for particularly care to choke a bitch. I really don't like choking them. Yeah, I mean, I don't like hands around my neck, like in general, like even my kids. You I know get uncomfortable I mean? when my penis touches the back of a throat. I'm like, you know, like we're going a little far now, aren't we? Couldn't we? Can't we calm down? Calm down. Can we calm down? You don't need to be bumping the back of your throat like that. That's mean. That's unnecessary. 
I don't need that. Maybe you like it, but That's I don't need it. For yourself. Yeah, you're very. <laughs> you're being very degrading to yourself. You are self-inflicting. It's right. I'm just. I'm yourself. just sitting here. I'm not even like fully involved. I'm just sitting there doing I'm my just thing. Playing PlayStation. Right. Like, <laughs> remember that scene in Mall Rats where he's talking about getting his blowjob and farting. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh wow, pretty pretty solid. It's like one of the first Kevin Smith movies. They're like hanging out in the mall all day, and it's just a bunch of grody shit with uh, Jay and Silent Bob and the whole that all all that crew. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't see that then. I forgot the Jay and Silent Bob in there. Yeah, I was I found that one to be quite hysterical when I was a young man. Quite, ladies and gentlemen. I got my fucking cliffhanger, man. See, I put turn my fuck cliffhanger on, Jack. Super Nintendo, man. I was scrolling up and down, like on the main screen. You know, when you start the fucking game. Yeah. And and I switched down to lives. You can you can have it play with three lives, five lives, or seven lives. You know what I mean? So I could change my lives, but I couldn't start. They're like press start, and I couldn't press start. I'm like, why is my start not working? So I was really upset. So I just bought that fucking controller. Like it just come out the package. And it don't work. And my other controllers did the same thing. I threw those away, got all pissed off, got tired fucking because I'm like they broke. So are you buying so like aftermarket Nintendo uh like are you buying like real deal old school Nintendo controllers? Are you buying stuff that like old school Nintendo controller, right? Johnny over there. Johnny Jack's making no, the great jump. You see it over there in the corner? The Super Nintendo jump. The one upside down. Okay, yeah, that does look like a legit Real deal. Oh, it's cool. Just came out the package. Classic. I just threw. I just. I just threw it in the fucking trash. In the building. In, in the building. In the trash can. And it don't work. But I could. I could slice. How much did you pay for that bitch? Um. I drop that motherfucker in the bag and send it back. Well, see, I, man, I don't know. But the, every other button worked. The up and down, left, right worked. Well, what didn't work on it? Just, I guess, the start, because it said press start. And so you I couldn't, tried to it wouldn't I, press. It just went, but I could change the number of lives I wanted to play yeah, with. Yeah, nah, dude, I would totally be up somebody's ass who I bought that from. I don't give a fuck, dude. I would be raising some holy hell about that shit if I was you. I'm a call. I'm trying to play these games, and you making me throw shit away that I just spent my good $15 I ain't throw, on. No, I ain't throw this one away. Like I said, I had another controller that I thought I, I, thought I fucking ripped the cord out. That's, that's some that's serious wax sauce, bro. That's some serious so, whackness right there. But yeah, I'm going to hit him up. That's bullshit. Yeah, My bro. My game, game ain't working right neither. I don't even did the old school uh, rubbing alcohol on the on the uh, Q-tip jump, cleaned it all up, put it back in. Same thing. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers. That's some serious whackness, dude. You got yeah. a lot of like half-ass video game half-ass shit going bullshit, on around man. here, man. And all they say is it's scratch. Game fine, but it's scratch. It just don't play. What but is it's fine? It's you fine. Know? It just doesn't Controller play. Controller don't work, but it's fine. It's clean. <laughs> Buttons don't work, but hey, controller work. Buttons oh. don't work, but the controller work. <laughs> Good condition. Well, buttons, I can. Buttons don't work, but the controller work. Yeah, it's clean. What part of the controller that works, motherfucker. It's refurbished. It just doesn't actually function. It's perfectly fine. It just doesn't actually work. It's still work, but it's fine. It's fine. It's What's perfect. wrong with you? What's the matter with you? What do you expect? It's a B. It's a B. It's a B. Just See, <laughs> what they want you to do is buy multiple ones and then get good at taking them apart and putting the good pieces in them together so that you can have one that works. I thought about it. Dude, if I were you, I would be pulling apart old ones and trying to get them to function. Like, absolutely. Like, I like that kind of shit anyway. You know what I mean? 
Like, I just fortunately have still functioning Nintendo controllers. Whenever I break them out, they seem to work. Um, they're real old. They were mine. I didn't abuse my controllers when I was oh, a my kid. My mom got rid of all my shit. Apparently, she called my other brother one day. Oh, that's what they do. About, you know, he and Myrtle. Way the fuck down there, Myrtle. She get hold of this motherfucker talking about I got all these, you know, all your old ass Nintendo, Atari. I got all this shit. I'm just going to get rid of it because, you know, do you want it? He's like, nah, I don't want it. Probably Billy down the street got that shit and for 20 bucks yep, off or is killing it. Video game call king. me, but had hell of a games. And Atari with the, with the stick. Oh, man. God. Y'all had the legit Atari oh, with the joysticks and everything. Yeah, son of a bitch. Probably man. had Pong and all we kinds of stuff. We didn't have too many Atari stuff. games because we went right into Nintendo. I had a shitload of Nintendo games. Man. And the gun and all that shit, and just gave it away. Cause we gonna give it away. That is so uncool. That seems to be the way parents do things. They say, "Oh, you spent all these years collecting this shit, and now that you haven't been in the house for a week and a half, now you got a job. Go ahead and collect it yourself." Yeah, yeah. Start over. Yeah, start over, start motherfucker. Over. Remember that game that you had that thing saved on for 15 years? Guess what? Billy down the street's got it. He just erased your character. Delete. Deleted. Control all delete. He shut that shit the fuck down. Like there's there's no more uh, franchise available on NBA '99. You're done. NBA Live '99 just got toasted. Your uh, your uh, what's one of those other games? Your cliffhanger just got toasted. Your what's it's called else? What else could you have had? Oh. I got it. I mean, Tomb every game Raider. I got now. Your Tomb Raider is is toast. Your Ma- all Mega that Man, shit. Ninja Gaiden, Blades of Steel. Fuck yeah, it. but you were saying a minute ago your Ninja Gaiden don't work right. Yeah, but I'm just saying with all my old school games I had. So like you've recouped the ones that you had, but now they all don't work. Your controllers no, don't work. Just new one I bought. See that pisses me off. You know when you're growing up, you're taking all this time to not be that douchebag that's eating fucking candy and leaving sticky fingers all over the motherfucking video game controller. You know like your douchebag friend does, right? Yeah. Your douchebag friend's always out there fucking making a mess. He'd be fucking your shit up. You know when you're like 12 years old, 10 years old, you'd be like, "What the fuck, man? Why you got to come over here eat some brownies and then smush the fucking brownie crumbs all up in?" the goddamn button controllers and then you're sitting there complaining that you can't pass the beat. Oh, my Madden doesn't work right. I can't pass the ball to beat. You're damn right you can't pass the ball to beat, you stupid motherfucker. You've been eating fucking brownies with goddamn syrup and shit all over them and smudging them down into the goddamn... Bring your own fucking controller next time, you fucking piece of dirt. That's what I started doing with my friends. You want to play, you bring your own fucking controller. I'll bring your own controller? You bring your own controller because you be fucking your own shit up, man. BYOC? BYOC, that's right. <laughs> bring your own controller, bitch. Because you ain't fucking my shit up. I'll make a motherfucker wash your hands and shit before they fuck my control. I'll be like, carry your ass over there in the sink and wash your goddamn hands. Go on now. You ain't be fucking around me. Oh yeah, I ain't fucking around. I am not fucking up these game controllers because you're gri- grimy, dirty ass. Like, like I ain't gonna offend you. Motherfuckers are scared to offend people. I ain't scared to offend nobody. That's why motherfuckers don't like me because I'll step right up to you and be like, yo, that's some stupid shit you're doing right there. You can't handle the truth! That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. They want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You know, and they can't handle it. That's just the way it works. It's pathetic, man. People can't handle the truth. They'd be like, you know, let me get some of that truth. And you give them that truth, and they'd be like, oh, damn, yo. I cannot talk to you no more. I can't handle it. It's like a psychedelic. You can't control yourself when you hit the truth. Because, like, truth hits you hard. You know what I'm saying? The truth is so real that, like, there's no denying the truth when the truth gets a hold of you. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like Paul Pierce dropping buckets on you. <laughs> Tell you, man, the truth is like coming across. That's like that overhand right in the the great white hype, man. It could get you. It could oh, embarrass shit. your ass. You could. You oh ch- yeah, you know that right. You gonna get embarrassed on TV if you're not careful in the great white hype with that overhand right. <laughs> great. Wow. Great white hype. Watch out for right. the overhand right. You trying to embarrass me on TV? That's my shit, man. I love the great white hype, man. <laughs> that movie is so funny. Jamie Foxx says, he says, don't tell me to quiet down. You ain't my daddy. Are you? Like, he seriously asks. Like, he call, he takes a pause. He looks at him. Puts his head to the side. Are, are you? That's some raw, dirty-ass shit, man. That's not cool. They they be highlighting, like, mad differences between blacks and whites that are, like, really simple and mundane. Like, <laughs> the way they pronounce the name of a Cadillac. I mean, it's... It's just insanity, dude. I love it, man. I love it. That's a good. That's a classic, yo. Absolute classic. Irish Terry Conklin, but I'm not Irish. It just means you're white. <laughs> we be keeping it mixing it up around here, ladies and gentlemen. We got a little D'Angelo going on in the background. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope that at some point here in the next few months that the Mason and Friends show can be brought to you on. Services such as YouTube via video with maybe even if we're lucky multiple camera inputs Yes, ladies and gentlemen multiple camera inputs so you could see the madness going on in the madhouse You could see my lovely wife Peter with my paint stains upon it Hey work happens, man. That's right work work be happening. You know, it's a beautiful thing right now All I can really do right now is like exercise sleep paint paintings Played guitar, watched Super Bowl and such. Like, Jack, I was hurting this weekend, man. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. My fucking hips were fired up all weekend, man. I did like 25 minutes on the tread climber, went up and down the steps a couple times too many, and my ass was hurting from this fucking surgery, dude. I just went the fuck to bed. Fuck it. <laughs> we got, we got, we should, uh, we should NPR. Oh, you want to do Simple. NPR? Maybe next, maybe next, start out next, next, uh, what's your No, I think we could finish up this show with a little NPR. NPR. NPR Super Bowl. Oh, you want to NPR on the Super Bowl? Oh, we can do that. I'll try to use my white voice. Yeah, you better use your white voice. We're NPR. Talk, well, we're going to talk about Shady, though, so you not get emotional. I know, but that's the reason why we should do an NPR style, because maybe you'll be able to keep calm. You got to relax, man. You got to relax. <laughs> it's worth a try, man. Yeah, I was listening to an old NPR episode a couple of weeks, like a week ago. I'm an actual fan of my own radio podcast thing. Like, I like our show. Yeah, I try to listen to it, but I don't ever get good service at work. So I'm like, I, I listen to it, I laugh my ass off. I be taking notes because I'm like, you know, I'm working on this comedy thing. So I figure I listen to some shit that I say and then I'll elaborate on it, start writing stuff down and shit. <laughs> Gotta work on your road, your uh... Your, uh, my stand-up your, routines. Your, your scar. Uh, your my scar. scar stand, your absolutely. Scar Tell you, man, my scar be itchy as a motherfucker. It's always got me thinking about different <laughs> scar routines that I can do. Like one of my stories is gonna be about how I've been working. Like this year, I was an extra on the new Star Wars movie, and I was doing a lightsaber fight. 
you know, I was a stuntman on the new Star Wars movie. I was doing a lightsaber fight. And motherfucker, I done caught a lightsaber right to the middle of the belly, sliced me open. Fortunately, though, since it was a lightsaber, it, it actually cauterized the wound. And all I had to do was hit myself up with some staple stitches and wait a couple weeks. I was gravy. I got to keep working. It wasn't that big of a deal. But, you know, lightsabers be fucking your ass up, man. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, but watch yourself. I got a big ass scar thanks to a lightsaber. This is some serious stuff. I like these scratch resistant special ops stupid ass fucking glasses they that we advertise right? on TV too. It's really funny. They're like unbreakable. They're like, yeah, you can see a man in the brush with these here glasses that we're going to charge you 90, 1995 for two pairs if you order now in the next 15 minutes. They look like glasses that uh, Brett the Hitman Hart would put on a kid after he come down the aisle. <laughs> Yeah, they're not pink. They're not pink. He'd take them off and put his sweaty-ass, greasy-ass glasses on some kid's face. Dirty-ass bastard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Threat to Hitman Hart, most boringest man in professional wrestling history. Come down here today and everybody wanted his fucking glasses on their greasy-ass, nasty glasses. I bet you could have brought them bitches home and Windex the fuck at them and they'd still be fucking greasy. Oh, I guarantee it. You wash them with hands of soap, soapy water and the fucking warm water and shit for like five minutes and them bitches would still be greasy as a motherfucker. That dude was probably in the back afro-sheening himself down from top to bottom. It's mad gross, man. Oh, you know that, right? The greasy-ass hair. Let me get some olive oil and load myself up prior to this wrestling match so I can slither away whenever I so feel. Come out slick down, Jack. (laughs) Just slick down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think we'll go into a little NPR now. Here we go, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to welcome you to the part of the show where uh, we like to slow things down. What we like to say here at MPR Mason Public Radio is that we like to bring you things from a cloudy perspective. Things here at MPR, we like to slow it down sometimes and discuss reality. Things that go on in the real world. Today's subject the Super Bowl. As everyone here who's a regular fan of the show knows, my friend the Jew Unit, who's my guest today during NPR, he's not a big fan of the New England Patriots and Mr. Tom Brady in particular. He has a name he refers to him as Tom Shady. Now, I can understand this due to the whole, you know, issues with uh, maybe they were cheating, maybe they weren't cheating, maybe they were winning a whole lot of games while they were cheating over many years, but uh, you can't deny that Tom Brady is a qualified athletic individual that has a lot of talent and has made it really far. Now, of course, he got lucky to come into such a situation where, you know, he was a Bill Belichick at a team that was willing to spend money and actually put a little forethought into things. It's it's a rarity. I think that uh, anybody could have done what Tom Brady did if they were lucky enough to be in Tom Brady's position at the exact time that they were in Tom Brady's position. However, since only Tom Brady is Tom Brady, I think that uh, it stands reason to believe that Tom Brady's a pretty great Tom Brady. And I want to hear your opinion, Mr. Jew Unit, because I know that you hate Tom Brady, but fortunately for you, Tom Brady lost. The Eagles are the world champions. Philadelphia burns as we speak. And uh, 
You know, the New England Patriots, they get to go and try again next year. Personally, if I was Tom Brady, I think I'd retire. Because that motherfucker's bound to be brittle at this point. I mean, God Almighty. The sacks. It's been brutal. I mean, he was getting his ass kicked last night. It wasn't even funny. But, you know, I want to hear your opinion, Mr. Unit. What do you think? Are you happy? Are you sad about the way Tom Brady lost? Um, I just don't like the guy. Is that what it boils down I, to? I just don't like the guy. Um, as far what, did as, he, what did he do to you? I, I don't know. He never did nothing to me. I don't know him personally. Yes. You know? I, I, I won't know him personally. So um, you just don't just like him? I don't like him. Hmm. You know, I don't like... Interesting. He, he's, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks, you know, ever. This and that and the other. Just because he got based on a lot of jewelry. Now... He got what? A lot of jewelry. Oh, yes, he does have a lot of jewelry, a uh, lot of but Super Bowl rings. There's a lot of greats, I think we were talking about this the other day, who don't have uh, a ring, who are some badass man pajamas, like Boomer Cyerson, badass. Dan uh, Marino. Dan Marino. Uh, Warren Moon, badass, yes, badass. Yes. I mean, so, what the fuck? You know, Joe Montana, you know what I mean? Well, Joe Montana's... Joe Montana got bling. He got a lot of bling. And then whoever was, whoever was quarterback... In that whole, what, five years where he was kicking ass was shit out of luck because they're playing against Joe motherfucking Tanya. Right. So a like, lot of those guys we just mentioned, Boomer, <laughs> yeah. Warren Moon. That's how they got fucked. Dan Marino. They were losing to Joe Montana. Yeah. One guy beating the brakes off people. And then you know? Troy Aikman was around. Steve Young. Steve Young. Phil Simms. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of guys that aren't necessarily... Like, when you put Phil Simms... It's interesting now, the Mason Public Radio Show is now, like, ESPN style, but <clears throat> we like the voice and we like the cloudy perspective. But uh, it's interesting that um, a lot of the great quarterbacks never even played against Joe Montana. Like, Dan Marino, what, did he make it to the Super Bowl once? He made the AFC Championship a couple times, I think, but, I mean, these guys... You know, Warren Moon, like, Warren Moon didn't lose in the Super Bowl to Joe Montana. It was uh, Boomer Sison a couple of times, I believe. And uh, I think uh, John Elway might have lost to him once. I mean, you know, these guys, uh, like, the greats didn't John even... John Elway, he got, what, one? He got one, but he lost, like, three. Yeah. Well, I did see that Patriots... One to, um, my, one to my Washington Redskins. Have a good... Uh, they, you know, they have five... They've lost five Super Bowls now. They've yeah. lost five and won five, huh? Yes, they've lost five, but they but no one's ever lost five. Well, what a no nice... One's, no one's been in ten, you know what I mean? What a nice club to be a part of. We've lost just as many as we've won, and we've lost more than anybody else has. I, I wonder, though, like, will Tom Brady retire after this? Like, do you think he wants to go out on top and win one he's more? He's got one more in him. He, if not two, he's got one more in him. You beat season or championships? One more year playing. Yeah, he's know, just going to do one gonna, more year. I don't know if he's going. I don't know what's going to happen next year, but he's got. He's going to play again. It's interesting the cultural phenomenon. See, like right now, people would be racing hell because they would automatically know that Tom Brady is going to go to the White House and hang out with the president. Here at NPR, we don't have a bias for or against the current administration any more than we have against any other administration. Um, I believe that the concept at NPR is that uh, the government's out to fuck you in the ass, and if you let him, he just might give you AIDS. 
Um, and that's uh, something to be concerned about when dealing with the government. So always something to be concerned about. Here, here at NPR, we don't want any fat loads of government coming your ass. So we're trying to, you know, help prevent that with elevated thoughts and uh, once again a cloudy perspective. But yeah, so I was glad to see um, Tom Shay lose. And get beat, like get beat, real get, really get beat. It was a real. I mean, they actually played a good game. They it was, <coughs> it was a very good game. We enjoyed it. So. At my household, it was a little too uh, <coughs> rainy and icy to go out here in the great state of Virginia. <coughs> See, I went to my boys. So I just stayed at home. Cause I, he was going. He had to drive to work. He had to drive tomorrow. So I just went up to his house. He had a couple people over. Bullshit up there. Were you uh, shit-faced hammered? Did you lose your shit and jump up and down when uh, Tom Brady finally lost? Or No, I was you... just ready to go to bed at that point. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those games where you get to the fourth quarter and you go, God damn it. Yeah, Why can't we start on? the Super Bowl at 5 o'clock instead yeah, of 6.30? I, 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 got up, I had to go up at 3.40 this morning. So. Well, you are a uh, real grinder, Mr. Unit. So that that freaking get going to bed at what eleven? Mr. Game went over to what ten thirty. Mr. Professional over here in the Ninja Turtle well, shirt. The game was over actually early because the game actually started at six thirty, which I don't think that's ever happened before. It was definitely like six thirty on the dot. They were passing the ball and I looked up and yeah, it was six thirty one and I was like, well, good lord, they really say six thirty and then what they they sing and then they announce the teams come out and all that they do all that bullshit, right? It was six twenty and they were doing the uh, national anthem and all, or somewhere around that time and I was like, oh hey, look at this, we might actually start at six thirty. Check it out. See, I missed all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I turned on six thirty thinking, you know, well we got to at least seven o'clock till the game starts, you know, because that's how they would always be bullshit. But nope, six thirty they was kicking off. Yeah, they. They definitely got to it. Um, it was nice to see America not have to suffer through another Patriots championship. Although it's interesting to watch teams like the Patriots and the Cavaliers lose year after year when there's so much hype about them winning. It's I find it fucking amusing as hell. Here at NPR, we like to think about the teams that everyone think is going to win and then laugh when they lose because we're trying to enjoy ourselves we come from a cloudy perspective that's a happy place to be and we want everyone to be happy even losers my thing is if Philly would have lost what would they have done to the city? I would imagine the same thing they did since they won I think it'd be worse though. you don't think it'd be that worse? I don't know maybe I, I haven't paid enough attention to the atrocities going I on in Philadelphia you know rape Philly. might have been down two yeah. to one rape down because they, they, they burning a lot of shit tearing a lot of shit up now they ain't worried about raping the hoes right now yeah no there's not a lot of rape going on in Philly last night it was a whole lot of uh, burning of things I'm sure someone got raped because Philly's a big town and just per capita there's just you know stats and statistics and I don't know We'd have to see the numbers. Why just burn their shit? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand that either. Like, uh, you know, things get burned and cars get overturned. Like, uh, I remember there was a hurricane coming to town and uh, there was a place where I usually parked my car that was under a tree and I moved it from under that tree because I was concerned. And then that tree fell. 
right where my car would have been parked. And there was another time that there was a big fight at this house that we were living in, and a big-ass party going on. This fight broke out, and I went and moved my car because I knew when the people came through that space, my car would have got kicked. And then a car very close to where my car was parked got kicked and fucked up. And a mine was all the way down the block, and nothing happened to it. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to live in a place like Philadelphia because, well, hell, any town where there's a Super Bowl championship where it's likely that someone might come out and flip your fucking car over. Yeah, that's just crazy. Though. Why, like, you win the lottery, you going to go ahead and flip a car and burn your house in? Not at all. You know what I mean? Like, what? I, I would be trying to maximize everything at that point. Like, yeah, you win the. That's a good analogy. You win the lottery, or you gonna burn your house down and flip your car over in your driveway. I don't. Ain't gonna buy some. No, no. <laughs> so how could you know? So why when they win? Why when they win? Why do you go get to flip the car? Why don't y'all just buy us up? You know what the fuck? Get yeah, cheese just go to. Just, there you go. Go get a cheese steak. Control, so y'all had enough cheese steak. Mm-hmm. Make something different. Mm-hmm. Start frying chicken out that movie. You, you raise a good point. Like, why not just fire up the food trucks and have a fucking party? Everybody. That's what they should have done. I mean, really. They like, should have been on the house. I would have opened up my Philly cheesesteak shop at midnight or whenever the game ended and done half price Philly cheesesteaks until I had no more supply left and I'd have been killing it. Yeah. Like, doing it up. Do doing what? Doing it up. Like, Absolutely. Right, y'all. People would have been like, "This guy's great, man." He gave out half-priced Philly cheesesteaks when we won the Super Bowl. Like, you know, you got to do things to calm a town, like a town down, if that's going to happen. Like, I would have, like, you know, fuck, I don't know, hookers giving out free hand jobs on the street or something. You know what I mean? Like, you they probably aren't doing that. See, what you got to do is, yeah, they were. They, <laughs> they probably aren't doing that. What you got to do is, you got to incentivize the public to not destroy things. You can't just. Encourage them. Give them some. Like what? Like what, Mister? Something to work with. You know what I mean? You can't just have them all stand around and expect them should not get fucked up. It's going to round up. Somebody says something. Next thing you know, people doing shit. You feed them with the cheesesteaks. You know, everybody good. You know. Give them cheesesteaks yeah. and Rubik's cubes. Free cheesesteaks. And those you know, little. Buy one get one. Fuck it. Y'all come in here. Buy one get one. You know, those little friend. wooden tennis rackets with the rubber ball on a string. Give her with it. You gotta hand out stuff get, like that. Get the bogo cheesesteak and one of them. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Bogo cheesesteaks going on everywhere. Make a friend, motherfucker. Buy one get one. Yes, yes, Make yes. A That's a, that would be the shit right there. I'm telling you. They, these people need to be more aware of this because, like everybody, everybody knows that Philadelphia is like a hotbed of madness, especially when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, let's go on and shut the jail down at the stadium and <laughs> yeah, I know you're right, you know, cut loose. What the hell? Guess what? Yeah, that's like get out of jail free day in Philadelphia. Like Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Let's get out of jail free day. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for listening to our show today we've uh, had a mild cloudy perspective session with the mason public radio broadcast and uh we'd also like to thank our sponsors uh viewers like you and um the bill and linda gates foundation uh among others uh pepsico in the building um we'd like to thank pizza hut uh PepsiCo in the building once again. Ladies and gentlemen, in the building, in the building here at uh, Mason Public Radio, a subsidiary of Mason and Fringe Show. Uh, Once again, thank you for your time. We will see you 
at the next Mason and Friends showing. I'm your host, Mason, and this is The Jew Unit. All right, Dan. Appreciate it. And peace be with you. Holla. <laughs>